Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. Hey, it's Judy. And it's Sana. Oh my God, hi. We haven't talked in a while. I know, although I know that people at home might have listened to us like two weeks ago, but recorded i went off to europe had a vacation what's that i don't know and you're about to go on a a magical vacation i know i just heard about this thing called a vacation so i'm taking advantage of it you know and it's vacations are important everyone should home should do been nice this summer has been like super packed and like tons of stuff going on and we've got even more coming up right next month yes we've had some exciting things going on since oh my god san diego i feel like was yesterday rising full swing now. We uh, launched the shorts from Marvel Rising Initiation on August 13th, and now they're living on our uh, Marvel HQ YouTube page. Uh, Really beautifully done, and it features Spider, aka Spider-Gwen, and it ties uh, into the upcoming Marvel Rising film, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, which we just announced is coming out on September 3rd. On the Disney Channel. Very, yes. very exciting. But yeah, it's, it's I'm excited about it. We've been working on this for years, and I know we talk about it a lot, but I'm just on many levels excited that this is coming to life, and I really hope people love it. Yay! We got on the docket. So, we got Lori, right? Yes. So we're actually talking to Lori Lumbert, who is the director of software engineering here at Marvel. So she basically helps manage all the digital online platforms from the website to different apps and pieces like She's been here for seven years. I think she started working here in 2011. So she and I used to work together. I mean, we still sort of work together, but we used to be on the same team years ago as a help launch, relaunch the redesign, redesign, redesigns ago. Start focusing on bringing more of women that work inside the office that you may not necessarily have heard of or necessarily get to hear their voices. And Lori, I feel like, is the first person to sort of kick that off again. And she's great. And uh, she's all about more women in uh, development and I love when we feature a lot of our like female staff that people just don't know about because people when I meet people they're like oh there are no women working at Marvel what are you talking about and then we're like no here's Lauren McLaughlin like that's always fun to discover not only the fact that they've been there for such a long time but also that they're integral to a lot of the advancements we've made at Marvel and just real like crucial operations of our company yeah and she's been super important for the new relaunch we just did for Marvel.com. Since I recorded the interview with her, we actually launched the site just around San Diego Comic-Con. Which looks great. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's really made for sort of mobile devices and it's lots and lots of video, which I'm all about because I produce a lot of the video. Um, But you can also see videos of the two of us. All right, enough about us. Let's talk to Lori and learn a little bit more about the Marvel digital ecosystem. Welcome. Marvel. Thank you. Glad to be here. Marvel is known for people that are like lifers that like stick around for a while. It's it's sort of a little atypical in this moment for our generation and the next generations. Like people come here and sort of stay for a long time. And and I feel like you've sort of done a lot here at Marvel. And you know now you have this like shiny director title. <laughs> so well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like for those at home, like what do you actually do? What? Do you, oh my God, I do. <laughs> I mostly uh, focus on the uh, digital team technical side of Marvel. So if you have interacted with anything uh, Marvel related on, you know, on the internet, you know, if it's reading up, if it's uh, visiting our sites, if it's uh, looking at a photo, 
based on all the awesome content that you guys produce, um, I have done something to get it out to the internet. So uh, my title uh, in my now pretty much focuses on leading the team at this point in time. But I started uh, coding and you know building the website seven years ago when I started. So it's been a a transition. I mean, to see a woman sort of in management, right? I think that that's something that's very important in the tech and science spectrum because a lot of times women are necessarily struggling to get up there or maybe they don't necessarily stay in the field or in the positions. And we see more and more of women sort of coming, rising to power. And you, how big is your team? You have a big team, right? Huge team right now, um, especially uh, when I started here, we were only five developers and now my team, of 20 developers plus. And um, just going back to the point of um, time here at Marvel, the time in tech and, you know, how usually people um, spend in tech or in tech companies, it's, you know, it's really short and people tend to stay two years, three years. And the fact that I've been here for five years, it's a long time. <laughs> well, sort of going back to the past, <laughs> for us specifically, we, did, we, we grew up with the internet, but not like what it is now. Like, were you all interested in sort of tech and STEM in that world? Yeah, uh, since I can remember, I've been, you know, playing with computers, uh, pulling them apart, putting them together, and um, learning to just stuff for me. So in high school, I started programming in C and playing with um, a lot of fun stuff, implementing um, what we were learning in our math classes in different programming languages. And, and then I went to and I major in a telecommunication and software engineering uh, sort of like mix. And then after that, I just focus mostly on programming for the, for the internet and websites and, and things of that nature. Oh, I, I feel like stepping back to sort of the history, you're from the Dominican Republic. Yes, I was born and raised in Dominican Republic in Santiago. And I went to a very technical high school. And then I went to a very college out there. So I then moved to New York in my early 20s, right after college. And then I've been working professionally here in New York since I then. I feel like that's so great because it's that period of time that they realized that coding was important and technical. And I think that's great. Oh, yeah. I was really lucky to, to get to a public school that was uh, focused on a technical track. And everybody in that school had a special technical track focused on electronics and I focused on software engineering track so it was a, a very interesting time uh, it was I guess a time where technical uh, very on demand and I guess they prioritized that and our schools really uh, embraced it and we had a really good education so like your first day in school you're, you're sort of given the curriculum like what draws you to something like coding the problem solving, was it the more sort of logistical elements of that or? I was very interested in the computer side of it all. Like I, I've been tinkering with computers at home and we can only focus on the tech in our last two years of um, high school. And at, at some point I decided that I wanted to get into that track, but you needed to get really good grades to be able to go to this computer uh, track. So I started my good grades and I was able to get in. <laughs> so um, I spent a lot of time in my last years of high school uh, 
programming in C. And that was a lot of fun. So what drew you to move to the States? to move to the States uh, right after college. I wanted to live with my dad for a little bit. Uh, he's been living here my whole life. So um, I wanted to sort of like spend time with my dad and uh, move in here uh, to then focus on computer science stuff and programming and the technical track. Do you, you know, sort of like going from the Dominican to here, did you sort of ever see any moments of not only you were a woman, but and you want to be a coder. Do you ever feel like a wall was being placed in front of you? Or I hmm, definitely felt a pushback based on gender, most than, you know, than any. And also on maybe language as well. I mean, English not being my, my first language. I felt maybe some, some walls based on that, too. I guess for the most part, in, you know, in all my years interviewing, or uh, having different jobs. Um, you know, uh, I got used to being either the only female in the team or the only women in the room or the only uh, women at the table. All that stuff you sort of like learn to cope with and uh, learn to deal with. We wanted to just work towards, you know, building a team with more women. Uh, so I guess that's what I did at every job that I was at. Just trying to find that group of women that you uh, sort of like, you know, bend with and make sure you, they're, they're your, your group and they support you. So you definitely need to have that at every place you go, especially yeah. when you work in tech. Yeah, I know and sort of depressing to, to be the only woman in the room, to be the only woman at the table. And it takes a strong woman to stand up and make your voice heard and not be sort of run over by the board. And I, I feel like, you know, you've done that. Clearly, you've been here for seven years, but you've done that, you know, here. And I think that's something that Marvel is also really great about listening to yeah. the women on the team. Definitely. Yeah, I have definitely felt uh, supported here at Marvel. Peers and uh, definitely uh, felt the sense that I have a team here that really respects me and, and works with me uh, at every level. So really lucky to have that here at Marvel. And, and so I feel is there's so much variety of coding, right? Yeah. You, there can be sort of back-end, sort of like server coding. There can be front-end, so you're, you're coding like how the, the website actually looks to the front-facing, right? Mm -hmm. How did you decide like what you wanted? It was, it's really funny. When I, when I first started, I, I was mostly doing back-end coding. The first job I got was, you know, to focus on this back-end system to get a bunch of phones together direct your calls to different other phones. So it was a, a lot of back-end uh, Linux-based, PHP, Perl-like programming. And then I moved on to other jobs, and I was fearless back then. I, I moved to other jobs and um, also focused on the front-end side of things. And that was also a whole different world, you know, getting a creative file from someone who is really a good designer and, you know, making that file what the website is uh, supposed to do and rendering it in a way that just matches that vision. That kind of work was also very rewarding and fun. Uh, so that part of the work is the front-end kind of specifics. And, and then I also did some, uh, some mobile stuff too for Android and, and iOS, which is a completely different world. And 
Yeah, I think a lot of people tend to either focus on one area and, and do a lot of stuff there. I used to just do a lot of different stuff in the different areas, and I just wanted to keep on learning and see um, how, you know, how things were evolving. I mean, things in the tech world just changed, and we have to sort of like keep up with all those changes and learn new things. Yeah, I feel like that's the, the struggle of, uh, of making websites is, making websites and apps now, obviously, is yeah. when you design something, by the time it see front fit because of all the dev and QA and internal dialogues yeah. that happen at, at, a, at a major company, you're now eight months past when it's designed and now it's old yeah. in tech speak. I mean, I feel like that's probably like struggles as working in like as, as a developer, I feel like. Definitely. And not only that, also um, when you are uh, working with a team of people in, you know, all the different kinds of areas to just build this thing. Like the most challenging part is communication and planning and making sure everything um, is going according to plan. So now that I'm doing more of a uh, managing kind of work, all of that planning and communication, the soft skills that I had to learn are just part of a completely new job. And um, all of that's really, really, really exciting for me uh, that that's the the new role that I'm now taking on uh, here at Marvel. And I'm it a lot. Um, when I moved from hands-on technical work to management, I didn't really realize that it was a whole new job and I needed to get new skills to manage the team, to make sure that the projects are time and that we are delivering what we planned that we were going to be delivering. So really exciting new work. I feel like, you know, that's such a good point that uh, I, when people are sort of going up in the ranks, right, they, the next step is when you hit like a point oh, and they'll manage, manage a team, right? But just because you were a great coder or editor or whatever doesn't mean you may not necessarily have built those skills up to understand a team and working and communicating. Great to sort of see that you, you know, you may not necessarily knew that you were doing it at the time, but as you learn these different codes, like working with different people, over time at Marvel, you've built the skill set to manage a team. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh we are heads down working on this really exciting project, uh, which is the new website. And we are uh, redesigning and also uh, replatforming a lot of the back end and a lot of the technologies we use on the website. Deliver, you know, all the content that we have on morph.com. Uh, I also joke with the team, a lot of team members um, had their babies, they got pregnant and had babies. And, you know, uh, this huge redesign, it's another baby that we're having definitely a huge team effort and I'm really lucky to have a big team behind me uh, doing amazing work too. Yeah I, I feel like a team is the elements of the team I mean that's the reason why I stay at Marvel so long it's the team is great the family is great right every single person does their job and their piece and nothing could get done if one, that one person didn't do their job so it, I think that that's something that's also great here at Marvel is that we have developers that have stayed a long time yeah like Eddie like Eddie who is like best <laughs> Here Over 10 years. 10 years, yeah. Eddie Eddie Nunez has been with us for a long time, and he has been focusing on all kinds of technologies that we have put together um, for the website, for our APIs, for the way that we deliver content, and also uh, just data into other platforms. So a lot of that stuff um, comes to life, you know, because of people like Eddie, like Javin, uh, that are sort of like in the back 
ensure that we are implementing our data structures correctly, our databases correctly. So definitely uh, a great team. So you mentioned the new redesign, which we'll get to later, but I feel like you're sort of come full circle because when we were doing a redesign <laughs> back back in the day, which I was actually, because uh, when I was doing like research for this, I was like, oh, wait, she started in 2011. Well, that's when we relaunched the site. And that was back when I was still on the product team. Well, and product team, we were just Marvel.com back yeah. then. There was maybe like 10 of us, maybe a little bit more than that, maybe like 15 of us. And like, there were like two front end yeah. people. I was a project manager and I was still yeah. And then I think we had two other web designers, and then we had uh, there were five of you guys. Yeah, five. and then we had Peter Olson. Oh, Peter Olson, yeah. Peter was sort of He's like the godfather of Marvel.com. Yeah, anything. If you're interested in our tech stack, if you Google for Marvel and just you know the graph of our database, uh, Peter put together this really cool sort of like graph representation of our characters, uh, which is talk for it so look it up and, and see his presentation is really uh interesting but yeah back then we were only five developers all reporting up to peter and we were all running the site and a bunch of other apis you know in all uh, i remember you writing really detailed requirements so thank you judy for for those which is really important um getting good requirements is it's definitely uh super essential to you know building anything in tech yeah since then Exponentially, like we're really big now. We have a mobile team working on our Marvel Unlimited app, which is our um, mobile subscription service where you can sign up and read comics online. We also have a big front end team working on our front end pages, making sure that you know they perform well and they really look great. We also have a big back end team working on our databases and our APIs. Also, a big um, admin team working on our servers and making sure that the site is up. And if you're interested in joining us, we are hiring. <laughs> We're really excited to bring on more people. And I'm really, you know, focusing on more women to the team. I am unfortunately the only female in the team. So I'm looking to bring in more, more women engineers who are into Marvel and want to work on our websites. So uh, go to the site and apply yeah even if you're not a developer you know we're always looking for a great diverse group here at marvel and yeah. disney careers always has job posting so make sure you guys check it out <laughs> uh i feel like you know laura you sort of like being involved in the community and sort of you know being out because i feel like there are female developers and people of color developers mm -hmm. out there it's maybe not necessarily that they get their moment in the spotlight <laughs> i mean what is it the community and people outside of Marvel and like getting more, the word out for women in STEM. No, it's 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 definitely a lot of work because uh, you have to make your make sure you're visible. I mean, we're out there. There's a lot of women who are specialized in STEM and of color like me who are they're definitely out there applying to jobs and pretty much working in different areas and different companies. It's just that we are still a minority. We are still a very small group of people, but we're definitely. And I think what we have to do is just to make sure that people see that we're there, that, that, that we're working in all kinds of fun jobs like at Marvel. And um, I think that that will help. 
if we do things like, you know, I'm a big fan of the Squirrel comic that came out in 2016, uh, which was, I mean, great. Uh, she's a computer science student, and the jokes in the book are really <laughs> funny because they're all at programming and sort of like learning in this new sort of like technical world and how she's fearless about it. So a lot of that uh, kind of representation really matters. Getting that kind of content out there and just, you know, making sure that this is, you know, this is life, this is normal, we're out there, it's definitely really important. So for so for sort of young women out there who want to get in code or working on trying to, like, what, what advice would you have? You know, is it is it a better resume? Is it a better portfolio is that is that a thing yeah. I don't know <laughs> it's it is a thing and um, I'm actually always uh, in touch with a lot of people that I'm you know encouraging to get in the field and I definitely encourage people to go to this camps uh, to those coding uh, schools so definitely starting to learn you know spending the time learning the basics also creating mini projects so my my advice is a learning plan, start building small things. And just like any other trade, it's all about practicing and um, not being afraid of the technology, not being afraid of the unknown, and totally being cool if, if you fail at something, just try again. You can start by building your resume or portfolio in you know services like GitHub or creating your own blog and sort of like documenting your learning process. And also uh, joining a lot of communities in social media that are super supportive, uh, looking for a mentor that can point you to the right direction. Like most things online and in the internet, it's just so much information that you can get really quickly. So just, you know, finding someone that can like point you to the right place at the right time. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that like coders really have to do is problem solving. Yes, yes, that's, that's the main skill. And you don't need to, have anything other than just being curious about uh, hmm, how does this work and just peeling away the layers and going uh, really deep into understanding how something really works. And if something's not working, then fixing it or making it work. So problem solving is probably the only skill that you really need to have if you want to be in technology and working on online services and things like that. Yeah. And and uh, so my mother's she still she codes in old back end sort of server software. My mom is always like, there is no one on her team that is younger than fifty. So I feel like sometimes knowing some of the older coding languages might be you know, as sort of like big corporations are still using these older silver languages. Mm-hmm. Obviously the new shiny ones and like learning yeah. how to do apps is cool and shiny, but uh, you know, don't be afraid to learn old and new languages because obviously from the old languages. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's mostly all about the fundamentals and, you know, uh, the core sort of like principles of programming or just engineering. There's so many books out there. You understand those. And a language is just a tool, a language that you pick up to program a web page is just a tool that you learn how to use to build that web page. And the same goes to build an app in Android. So definitely learning the basics and the fundamentals is what, where you want to start. And then just choosing or sort of like seeing where you want to go with that. The web is a great place to, to learn. Uh, JavaScript is a 
great language to just make your browser do whatever you want. <laughs> I've seen really amazing stuff out there. Uh, people who get really creative and do really cool JavaScript and web technologies. So yeah, and also all languages too. Um, C is the first language that, that I ever learned and I don't use it professionally at all, but it's still one of the core languages on everything in a computer today. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to finally play with stuff on Marvel.com. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I want to thank you. I feel like we could have talked forever, and then we could have also gossiped about the last seven years here at Marvel. Maybe <laughs> people want to know the gossip, but it's probably nothing that makes sense to them. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I know that you have a Twitter. Uh, where can fans sort of reach out to you if they're interested in coding? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can reach out to me uh, at my Twitter, which is my name, and you probably can't spell it. It's L O. R-I-A-B-Y-S. And that's my uh, Twitter account. Uh, you can tweet at me. And also, if you have any questions about my work in the uh, uh, you know, world, let me know. I, I tend to write a lot about it. And also, sort of like share my comments on Twitter about it. So you can also uh, engage with me there for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for joining us, Lori. Thanks, Judy. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Lori for joining us. Um, as we mentioned briefly in the podcast, we are actually always continually hiring different people on the website, but specifically right now for software engineers in either backend, front end, or Android. So go get your resumes and portfolios all geared up and check out the Disney Careers website for all the different jobs we've got posted. Plus, you can always hit up Lori on the Twitters. More women in tech. More women everywhere. Also that. Specifically tech. <laughs> yes. And as we talked about, the new shiny site is launched. It's got tons of amazing new features, including the video section, uh, which I love because... And speaking of all the awesome videos that Judy produces, I have to say she works on a series called Becoming, which is cosplayers building their own costumes of Marvel characters. And it's really stunning the amount of... But also how amazing it looks at the very end. Yeah, I mean the new series is just launched. We've been working on it all year, and it's uh, Jason and I are both so excited to be able to show these stories of these different cosplayers. You know, we feature a cosplayer come to America and learn how to speak English through Spider-Man comics. You know, <sighs> that's so amazing. And we and we tell a story of a family that comes together through making the costumes for their kids. Like it's everything about cosplay. It's a dream come true for me. Um, so I'm really excited. Thanks it's, for liking it. It's really, it truly is really incredible because the cosplay community is very much about that. It's just about people coming together. Uh, so you and Jason, and by Jason we mean Jason Latour, the director on. Yeah, I also post ridiculous photos of him on my Instagram. So just look for those. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> well, and speaking about cosplay, we're actually going to be at DragonCon this weekend, which is a basically giant pop culture uh, convention. Atlanta over Labor Day weekend. It's basically one of the biggest cosplay uh, conventions in the world, and uh, we'll be filming Becoming there. So look for us filming and, or, you know, really just look for the seven foot Thanos. So, speaking of really awesome cosplay, named Ironheart that has uh, come out in the last couple of years and is a super popular character. She is known as Riri Williams, and she built an armor that is very similar to Iron Man's. And 
of the, I think the, the hottest cosplayed costumes that we have out there. And uh, a lot of it is because there's this really powerful black woman who is donning an armor that she built herself, which is really incredible. And just announced is an all new Ironheart series by the very awesome Eve Ewing, who is a really talented writer that has just joined the Marvel family. And we actually have put Riri that we've redesigned. And I think it's really pretty and really special. Um, And I helped work on that particular uh, redesign. So I'm obviously very partial to it, but it looks really fantastic. So I would love to hear what you guys think. And hopefully people cosplaying in the new Ironheart armor and Eve is actually someone who's been around. And she she actually, if you guys have been on Twitter, has been talking a lot about her love for Riri for a very, very long time and was hoping she could write. She very public for the series, <laughs> but she really worked hard. She sent in pitches. We didn't just offer her the series. She she certainly pitched for it. Um, and she happened to be the best person for the job because she had the best story idea. So uh, definitely check it out. Uh, I'm that not only is Riri still here, but she is um, becoming a bigger part of the Marvel Universe. And I'm sure we'll have some more um, fun announcements upcoming as we gear for New York Comic Con! dun 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 Marvel stuff, which well, I'm sure we'll announce in the next few weeks. So, But I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot. You have to go on vacation. I have to go to Dragon Con. This is, this is our lives, so we're going to bid you all adieu. But as always, if you have questions, you can email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at marvel with hashtag woman of marvel and also make sure you're following our instagram it is the woman of marvel well i think that's it for this week uh we'll see you guys in two weeks this is your universe